Hello, and welcome to Maine Golf Talk. We are your hosts, Zach Zonlo and Henry Fall. In these podcasts, we'll be discussing what makes Maine Golf so special. We'll be sharing our own experiences and knowledge as both players and coaches. We'll also branch out to discuss hot topics in the game and chat with special guests to hear their stories. All to keep you in the know and help you improve your game. Let's get into today's podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Maine Golf Talk. It's just Henry and I today, and we are talking about the match 2.0. The uh, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods paired up with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning to raise money for the coronavirus relief funds, which they ended up raising $20 million. Henry, what, uh, you know, before we get crazy into it, what were your quick thoughts about it? I thought it was awesome. I thought, thought it was a lot more enjoyable to watch than the last one, honestly, with, uh, you know, Ricky and the guys. But uh, great shots, uh, great entertainment. The uh, commentary was uh, above par, I would say. Um, JT was, was great. And, and Charles Barkley, that was, that was funny, calling out some of the guys. And, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a great watch. Yeah, there was some really good, unbelievable shots. I mean, the first one I think of is Tom Brady's hole out, of course, which probably between that and Phil's drive were probably the shots of the round. But, you know, it was cool to see people like Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning be normal, be humans. You know, we think that they're perfect at everything and there's they can't do anything wrong. And you watch Tom just blast it dead right on the first couple holes and even Tiger made the joke about his tee shot ending up on seven fairway on, uh, what was that, three or four? I mean, it was great. I was entertained the entire time. I thought they did a great job. They listened to what had happened in the previous match, as well as the one with Tiger and Phil. So some really, really good takeaways. The one thing I was amazed about was, uh, granted, you know, it is his home course, but Tiger Woods did not miss a single fairway yesterday. Yeah, that and that course is brutal. That is so hard. I mean, I I remember when I was caddying down there, and everyone in the area was like, "Medalist is probably the hardest golf course, uh, if not in the area, at least in Florida." And there's so many courses around there. But um, yeah, he was just striping it yesterday. I don't know what he probably would have shot in his own ball, maybe only a few under. But um, yeah, he put it on a. I mean, his ball striking clinic, honestly. And then you watch Brady like probably out of like, I don't know, 13 holes, 14 holes. He was completely out of it and, uh, you know, hitting it sideways. And then of course, you know, he does the hole out where he he had so much, uh, quote unquote torque in his swing that he tears his pants. So he just can't make this stuff up. It was just great, especially with that timing too. You know, you had Charles Barkley just ripping on him for not being able to make a par. You had Brooks Kepka throw a hundred thousand dollars if he could just make a par on the front nine, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> literally right after he goes and holes it from, God, how far was that? It was probably one hundred twenty, hundred thirty yards. I don't know, but he never made par on the front. <laughs> he didn't. 
So technically, Brooks Koepka still st- uh, saved his 100K, but, yeah, I mean, that was cool. You know, then you had Russell Wilson donating 100,000 meals if anybody got inside 12 feet, and then you get, <laughs> you know, Brady throwing a dart in there. You get Mickelson throwing a dart. Then you have Payne throwing it in within, I think they measured it, 17 inches. All, you know, and then Russell Wilson just cheering him on. I, I thought that was great. Yeah, they picked some really good guests to come on. You had J.J. Watt, who does an incredible job raising money and is all about the charity for, I mean, you look at the Houston relief that he had back during the floods. I mean, these guys were incredible, and it was a great way to watch watch them golf. Can't say it was great golf at times, but it was some good golf, and what a great cause and great way of doing it. Yeah, I just thought it was entertaining from start to finish. And I didn't know, if, like, you know, with the rain and everything, I figured that, you know, and there was a couple sound problems here and there. But, like, for the most part, I, I thought it was just wicked entertaining and a lot of fun to watch. And, like I said, the commentary and the, some of the shots they hit. I mean, Phil Mickelson almost holding out a drive from, like, 330 yards over the trees. I mean, it was right online when, you know, flew, like, three feet past the pin. And then Brady gets up, he steps up and drops this, you know, this 40-foot putt, um, you know, as they were saying, dropping bombs. So just, I, I just thought it was so entertaining. And then, you know, it was nice to see them kind of make a little comeback on the, on the back nine and, uh, you know, make it close coming down the last hole. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a fun watch for sure. What I really enjoyed about it was Justin Thomas. I thought – he did a great job for his first commentating. You know, it's, it's not an easy job to do that. And every time that there was a lull, you know, if the guys weren't talking much, Justin would jump in or he would antagonize them just enough to kind of get a couple good quote quotes going. <laughs> and I mean, him calling Chuck a fat ass was great. I mean, <laughs> it's your fat ass. You can't dunk right now. Oh man, I love his little tiff with Mark Immelman too. Or, I mean, sorry, Trevor Immelman. With uh, you know, Trevor was the Presidents Cup captain last year for the international team, and you know, as we all know, the U.S. came back on that final day. So of course, JT's just just grinding him. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. What'd it's... you think? Oh, sorry. What'd you think of uh, Trevor's little piece of advice for Brady move the ball forward and stay in your spine angle a little longer do you think that he actually listened to that because <laughs> I I know they they were having sound issues there so you know I, I kind of thought about that too I was wondering because all of a sudden he started playing a little bit better once once Emelman said that you know it was literally like right after he holed out yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh, that was really cool um and then you know I think I'll go right back to JT real quick. Uh, I know he's really good at golf and, you know, he is inside the top 10 in the world, but if he wanted just to, you know, quit his day job, I think he uh, would definitely have some commentating gigs lined up pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, Trevor Immelman, Trevor Immelman, you had Amanda Balionis. I mean, everybody did a great job. They kept it entertaining. They kept it light. And I love Tiger. I mean, those little subtle jabs that he threw at everybody were amazing. Oh, yeah. He's got such a dry sense of humor. It's great. 
but they, you know, they were all just smiling, laughing and having a good time. It was good to see. So, all right. So, okay. So Tiger Phil, let's say they have a, a match 3.0. They want to bring back a couple celebrities or, you know, goats or athletes, whoever they are, who, uh, who comes to mind for you for a couple of guys or women or whoever for, for next year's match, if they have one. You know, I would, I would, wouldn't mind seeing a Michael Jordan. I mean, I think a Tiger Michael Jordan combination would be pretty great. You got two of the goats going at, you know, going at it. But uh, I like Mark Wahlberg. I think he would provide a lot of entertainment. You got, you know, even if we go with somebody maybe a little bit less, you know, that's maybe not as good of a golfer. You know, let's get some big names in there and playing. It would be great to watch some more alternate shot formats too. I, I love that Tiger having to, you know, bail out Payton, which Payton hit some great shots on the back nine. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Jordan going with some stogies. And then uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Wahlberg with, uh, with Phil. There you go. Yeah. I, I think uh, a couple others I was thinking of were like Bill Murray or Justin Timberlake. Um, I don't know, maybe for some women you could just get, I don't know, maybe Annika Sornstam or, or Lexi or, I don't know, Paige Brannick or someone like that. But, um, you know, there's, there's got to be some good names you could put in the mix. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities and stuff that, that play golf on a regular basis. And clearly you don't have to be <laughs> anything special to get on the – the celebrity uh, or sorry, the match, because look at Tom Brady. He was, he was struggling pretty heavily yesterday. Yeah. It goes to show you that a 8.1 handicap can uh, hit some, some crazy squirrely shots still. Yeah. We got to talk about that handicap. That's uh seems a little bit mm, below what it should be. Yeah. What did they say? He shot 101 last time he played there. But, uh, I think he was above that yesterday if he was actually playing by the rules. <laughs> yeah, and then you had Peyton Manning who learned how to uh, take unplayables on the first three holes. So funny. Yeah, they, they were calling over the rules official like every hole. Yeah, you know, I think another really good match would be uh, Phil Mickelson, Zach Zonlo versus Henry Fall and Tiger Woods. You, know, you got Phil and I sharing the same birthday, June 16th, and then going up against you two. I mean – I'd like my chances. We're both Callaway guys. Tiger's True. the goat. He can just carry you along. I think that'd be <laughs> a pretty good entertaining match right there. I, I, Hey, I agree with that. And I certainly hope that they send us an invitation. Um, I think they would be honored and privileged to have us as teammates. And if they needed a uh, golf course to host it, I have a couple connections up here, you know, maybe, uh, Maybe see what they can do out here at Sugarloaf. We can create some new uh, new tee boxes for Tiger. Oh man, that'd be fun going going for some of those par fives and putting the drone up and everything. That'd be great. I think I still think a tee shot from eleven played all the way to fifteen would be a pretty cool hole. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, I was also thinking like commentary wise, it'd be kind of cool to have someone like Bob Menery on, or you know. I obviously Charles Barkley and JT did a did a pretty solid job. I thought they were funny, but um, be cool to get some someone else on as well. Yeah, and that's what I like about it is you know Charles. Yes, he loves golf, and yes, he's really bad at golf. But 
I like the fact that they don't really always have to go with golf guys to be able to talk about golf. They can talk about kind of their, their thoughts and ideas on it and how they compete. And that's, that's really cool. I mean, you look at Phil, I mean, Phil gave some great insight on some of those chip shots, those short game shots. I mean, walking us through pretty much how he thinks about his shots. Now, granted, I had to record it and go back to listen to understand everything he was saying, but it was, uh, it was really uh, interesting hearing all those thoughts. Yeah, it was, <clears throat> that was great when he talked us through that, that little like uh, <clears throat> bump and run where he hit it into the grain and it, you know, sort of uh, skidded. They kept saying skid, the word skid, just because of the, uh, the precipitation and stuff. But, um, yeah, I thought it was great when they talked us through some of those shots and get their insight. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I thought it was a great match, great entertainment, and hopefully they can do it again sometime here in the in the not-so-distant future. But it looks like we're going to have the tour back in a couple of weeks as well. So, but it's uh, it's good to see some live sports back in action. So what uh, you know, we, I love medalists. I thought that was really cool. I mean, some of those greens were really neat, especially the par five. I think it's four. I'm probably wrong on that, but a little tiny green. I mean, the thing was oh, like a postage stamp. But yeah. uh, what? Uh, which one did you like better? Do you like medalists or? Uh, Oh my God, why am I blanking on the other one? Oh, Seminole. Seminole. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I think uh, obviously it was a, the weather was better at Seminole, but I mean, that is just a beautiful golf course right there on the ocean. It's a little bit more open. And with the sand dunes, I think it was just a little more like visually appealing and, and, and probably performed a little bit better from um, for live TV and cameras. And they could have like the, I, think, I don't know if they had a blimp or drones up as well, but um medalist was uh you know the holes were a little bit more separated sort of tree lined and um i mean both golf courses played extremely difficult so uh but yeah i, I would probably give the um my nudge to seminal on that front uh be cool for them to go back there sometime and it's uh you know if, it, if that course wasn't in florida it'd be interesting whether they might have ever hosted like a major championship, but you know, with the private nature of those clubs, it's hard to, you know, the members want to play during the season and then they, they usually close shop or at least Seminole does. Uh, I think they said right after mother's day. So uh, hard to host a, a big event there. All right. So where else would, uh, would you want to see them play a match? You know, would it be like a Pine Valley? Would it be a lesser known course or, one of these big high-end ones. Uh, Pirates Cove mini golf comes to mind. Let's see what else. Uh, I mean, Pebble would be cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Trick it up a little bit, make it fun. You know, obviously it was cool to see some of those shots they played yesterday on the holes that were a little bit easier, like that downwind par three where they all hit it to like you know five feet, and then that drivable par four where Phil hit it close. So. Um, yeah, Pebble, uh, Sugarloaf, Kibo. <laughs> Just put all the main courses in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can even do uh, a little Prouts action over there. There you go. All right, so uh, talk about, uh, you know, we got MSGA. It sounds like they're, they're kicking back up. We got uh, 
the main chapter PGA looks like first event's going to be the Pro Pro June 9th at Booth Bay. You and I trying to uh, take take everybody down, win the title. Um, you know, it sounds like main golf, we're getting there. And I'm excited that we're starting to get to some competition here. It's going to be interesting to see if we can play on all these events, but I'm excited. I, I, I can't wait for some of these uh, pro-ams. We're going to Sunday River, I think, June 18th. So some big pro-ams and some really – I mean, I think Waterville, what, it filled out in four hours, and they've added a, another day for it, which, you know, thanks to Don Roberts for that. But um, I think people are getting excited to play golf. Yeah, it's good to see people want to, you know, start up in the tournaments again. And from everyone I've heard around the state and, you know, even us at Martindale, rounds have been up and, uh, you know, members are playing a lot. So I think people are raring to go. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you guys might be up. I'm still, uh, still just hanging out here watching <laughs> the uh, watching the grass get green. But uh, – it's uh it's getting close. I know our golf course is getting uh in better shape each and every day. Um, you know, I may have gone outside my county uh and checked out a golf course in the Augusta area, which was in phenomenal shape. Uh I won't say which golf course, I'll let you guys figure that one out. But uh it seems like some of these golf courses are in really good shape and there's a ton of rounds going out right now, which is great to see. Yeah, I think it could be a pretty strong finish this season here if everything goes as planned. So, uh, but anyway, so it's been another episode of Main Golf Talk. We appreciate you guys listening. Happy Memorial Day, and thank you all to those who have uh, served us and put yourselves on the front lines. We, we're, we're so appreciative. And uh, anyway, so if you guys want to follow us, we're at Main Golf Talk on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, we appreciate any feedback you can offer. Thanks for listening.